When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Don't change me Don't change me Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA. It's a Tuesday ahead of a, a pretty warm day right across the southwest of Western Australia tomorrow. Of course, it's already been warm uh, through the gold fields and in the north of the state, but uh, certainly spring is arriving pretty quickly and summer's just around the corner. And speaking of summer, as we know, um, cricket is underway and I'll bring you up to date uh, in the match between WA and South Australia in a moment. But last night, this was the big news. Uh, Lockie Neal winning his second Brownlow medal and this is how it unfolded. Melbourne Jay Viney, three votes. Western Bulldogs M. Bontempelli, three votes. Brisbane. L. Neal, three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2023 Brownlow medal, Lockie Neal of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. It doesn't sit very well, Haim, at the moment. Um, I'm sure it'll sink in at a later date. Um, I'm I'm pretty rattled, to be honest, so apologies if this doesn't go too well. Um, I did not expect this, and to be amongst some of those names that have won two is um, unbelievable. That was last night. Uh, that's the big story for the good oil for Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Lockie Neal claiming his second Brownlow medal. As we know, uh, wasn't selected in the all-Australian team but won the Brownlow medal against expectations. And I think uh, for memory, is about on the fourth line of betting, maybe in the fifth line of betting, to take off the award last night. And I think everybody felt for Nick Dacos, even though he's only 20 years of age and playing his second season of AFL football. Clearly, he was the best player this season. Had he not missed those uh, last few games, he surely would have picked up a vote or two. And you think that Nick Dacos would have been crowned the Brownlow medalist. But that's the way it goes, and that's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. So congratulations to Lockie Neal. Richly deserve a second Brownlow medal, now in rarefied air, as only 16 players in the history of VFL-AFL football have claimed two Brownlows. And this is what he had to say today, after, of course, sleeping on it last night and coming up today. Uh, no, no, it hasn't. Uh, probably won't until the off-season, I think. Um, obviously, all our attention and focus is on this weekend, but, um, yeah, it hasn't sunk in. And um, probably firstly, I want to give a shout-out to Nick Dacos. Um, he's had such an amazing season so far, and it hasn't finished for him yet either. But, um, 
if it wasn't for his injury, I think the medal would have been his and uh, he would have been a thoroughly deserving winner and I, I feel for, for Nick, um, he's had so much pressure and intensity and scrutiny on him this year and the way that he's performed has been um, amazing to watch uh, and yeah, I, I feel for him and, and also Bond as well, I think he had an amazing year once again, he's such a great player to watch, one of my favourites to watch so um, I, I do feel a little bit for those two um, in particular, Nick, uh, yeah, his, his injury probably cost him a, a Brownlow medal, but I'm sure he'll be um, in amongst it for the next 15 years. So, um, yeah, but yeah, feel very hum- humbled as well. Uh, I've received a lot of really nice messages from from people um, all around Australia, so I thank them for that. And um, looking forward to today's open training session. We've got a, a heap of fans here with more to roll in um, over the next hour or two. So uh, excited for, for today and, and the rest of the week now. There you go. The big story, certainly in the last 24 hours, stemming out of last night, Lockie Neal claiming his second Brownlow medal for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. What's interesting regarding Brisbane winning uh, the premierships? And as we know, at the uh, turn of the century. They were victorious in 2001, 2002 and 2003. And in 2001, Jason Akamanis won the Brownlow and Brisbane won the Premiership. In 2002, Simon Black won the Brownlow and Brisbane won the Premiership. So two out of the three years that Brisbane took off the flag in that three-peat, they had secured Brownlow medalists in 2001 and 2002. And a man that played in those two grand finals is Bo McDonald, our very own West Australian. And he's going to join us because he was the ruckman and the ruck rover was Craig McRae, who is the current coach of the Collingwood Football Club. So we're going to get a real insight into Bo when he was playing for the Brisbane Lions. Craig McRae was the ruck rover. He is one of the midfielders as we term it. What sort of player was he? And is he surprised with what Craig McRae has been able to get out of Collingwood, who, as we know, it's a pressure cooker job when you're the coach of the Magpies, one of the biggest brands when it comes to sport in the country. So Bo McDonald's going to join us in uh, a little while. And also later on, I'll be speaking to the Perth Glory coach because the glory season is not far away. And in fact, next week, they take on Melbourne victory in a couple of friendly matches before the season gets underway. And the coach of the Melbourne victory is Tony Popovich, who took the Perth Glory to their highest ever feat in their existence in the A-League when they took out the premiership trophy or the champions trophy for finishing on top of the A-League. Of course, they lost in the grand final to Sydney FC on penalties, but they won the premier's plate by finishing on top. And Tony Popovich was the coach of the Perth Glory. So those two get together for matches next week. So I'll speak to uh, Alan Stancic a bit uh, later on in the program. But now for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. They are dangerous They are dangerous, whether it's Manic Mondays or Manic Tuesdays, whenever the AFL clubs get together to celebrate the end of the season. Reportedly, Sydney co-captain Callum Mills has been sent for surgery after wrestling with a teammate at Mad Monday celebrations. And now he's in doubt for round one of next season, according to Mitch Cleary from uh, the Seven Network, who's reporting that. So Callum Mills... 
playing a bit of silly buggers with his teammates, and all of a sudden he's done his shoulder, he's going in for surgery, and he's unlikely at this stage, depending on the recovery, uh, could be out of round one in 2024. In the cricket, the Marsh Cup continues, and it looks like Drew has been hit in the helmet for South Australia off the bowling of AJ Ty with his very first delivery. AJ has pitched one short, and it's hit Drew on the helmet. So he's going to now be seen to by the medical staff to make sure he's okay. But uh, WA, by the way, made a very, very good total. Uh, 371 was the total by the West Australians. And top score, 86 to Ashton Turner of 44 balls. 89 off 91 balls for Sam Whiteman. And a real cavalier performance by Nick Hobson in the ladder overs, clobbering 64 off 28 balls. 371 is the total. And South Australia, in reply, are one for 47. One for 47. Cameron Gannon getting the only wicket so far. He got Fraser McGurk out for 17. Hunt and Drew, who's been seen to by the doctor at the moment after being hit in the helmet, are not out at this point in time. In the 13th over, they are one for 47. And in just some other sport, uh, going back to football, Collingwood has ruled out vice-captain Taylor Adams out of the grand final this week after he left the training track early today with hamstring tightness. Adams only lasted 30 minutes during the open session at Olympic Park, heading indoors and speaking to fitness staff after taking a shot at goal. A lot has been said going back to the Brownlow medal about the umpires and whether they should still continue to maybe award votes. A lot of conjecture, particularly the round six match where Lockie Neal, who became a dual Brownlow medalist after flying under the radar during the 2023 season, he missed selection, as we know, for the All-Australian team, and he was convincingly beaten in the players and the coaches' MVP awards by the likes of Marcus Bontempelli, Nick Dacos, and Zach Butters. But there's a pocket of footy fans were outraged when Neal polled three votes in round six, a win over the Giants in which he did not poll a single coach's vote. So Gillam McLaughlin was asked if umpires should be given stats to help confirm their voting. This is what he had to say. I think it's a fair question. Um, or should you give them some baseline data to work with? I don't know. I reckon that, that could be debated, but um, that'll be for others. The threshold issue is an umpire's vote. That is absolutely the right view in my view. And, and it's created this mystique and this uncertainty. And if you, I mean, people want, I don't know what they want, but the Brownlow medal is a huge night. Um, you know, it's it literally, it's hard to get, it's hard to get a ticket to that as it is to the grand final. And there's a reason why, and the formula works. And um, I think the debate like today is, we'll all, have, we'll all have our views, but it's part of it. And there you go, that's Gilda McLaughlin. The outgoing CEO, is he finished yet? Maybe he finishes at the grand final and... Andrew Dillon will finally come in and get some uh, clear air. <laughs> but the shadow of Gillen continues to be cast. Uh, that's an update for Polaris Plate Clearance Deals on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1,000 EPS plus get $1,000 free accessory. What did you think of the Brownlow medal last night? Love to hear from you on the Temperate Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. Were you comfortable with the winner? That's my question. 
Were you comfortable with the winner? Can I also tick uh, Lockie Neal? I thought he spoke very well last night. Uh, he was certainly surprised that he did win his second Brownlow medal. And again today, you just heard it, he spoke very well. And really the, the gist of his conversation was in some ways a bit apologetic to the likes of Nick Dacos and Marcus Bontempelli because I think many, including Lockie, didn't expect to take off uh, the highest individual award in AFL football last night. Your thoughts on the Brownlow medal? Love to hear from you. 0487 736 736. We all watched it. What do you think of the coverage? I think they can dispense with the early rounds, going, you know, round two and they go through all the games and round three they go through all the games and they break and do something else. I know the Sandover medal was interesting in that the whole count only lasted about half an hour. It was mainly the Hall of Fame that took precedence at the event. I'm not saying we do that, but I'm just wondering if we can maybe skip through the early rounds a bit quicker and maybe get to the halfway stage of the season and then we go round by round by round. Because I just think sometimes early on, when you're going through it all, round three, and you think, we've got to get to round 24 here. It's going to take forever. The count is fairly long. It is a big production. There's no question about that. But are you comfortable with it going round by round? Or do we maybe give it a snapshot in the first 10 or 11 rounds? This is how it sits. And then build the momentum uh, for the second half of the season. Just a thought. Love to hear from you. 0487 736 736. By the way, thanks to Beaumont Tiles, we're giving away a trip for two to American football's biggest game, worth over $70,000. All you need to do is job, just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're with a chance to win. TNCs do apply. We'll take a break. Bo McDonald will join us on the other side of the break. We'll get a bit of an insight to what Craig McCraig would like as a player. What we see as a Collingwood coach, is that what, was he, what he's like as a player? Because Bo and Craig were the Ruck-Ruck-Rover combination in a couple of those premierships uh, 20 years ago. It's coming up 13 past five.